Rocks. It's Monday, November 6, 2023. Coming up on the program today, Satanic Anal Piss Play. Plus, I'm looking forward to trying intergalactic culinary cuisine, serving elementary school kids skid mark sandwiches for lunch, and Florida Man is on Booty Patrol. All this with your voicemails today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents a World of Warcraft raid going horribly wrong. Okay, stop dots. Now hit it very hard and very fast. Lee, run to the center. Isis, run to the center. Whatever the fuck you do, do not stand next to other people. Mogres, center. Just heal me. Go away from the Headley. Go away. K DPS. Slowly. Crush him was fair than zero. Who the fuck was that? Crush him? What the fuck? Welps! Left side! Even side! Many welps! Now handle it! Fuck! the right fucking place there is no way you are going to fucking get into the goddamn whelps whatever fucking fear tail swipe whatever the fuck okay it's like one in a fucking million from the fucking north corner to the middle into the fucking whelp cave it's not even fucking remotely imaginable the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. Hot dog is my favorite meat. I love hot dogs. Uh, I love them in buns. I love them outside of buns. I love them with baked beans. I just like hot dogs. Hot dog and jumbo will not be seen this morning so that we may bring you the following. Hearing that guy freak out so passionately kind of makes me want to play World of Warcraft again. I put that game down, <laughs> put it to rest back in 2008. Apparently, it's still going strong. Hey, Freaks, Tim back here with you to kick off a new week of shows. Have a great one for you. And we begin uh, with an email question. I thought this was kind of funny. DV listener, Sophia Patrillo Swollen Gash, who I don't think we've heard from on the voicemail line before. I would remember that name. I have a sneaking suspicion they came up with that alias explicitly for this email. For those of you that don't know, Sophia Petrillo is one of the Golden Girl characters. The oldest Golden Girl, which kind of makes her swollen gash even funnier, right? Now, I know there are still a lot of Golden Girl fans out there. Chances are this listener went with a Golden Girl theme name because of my um, erotic dream with Stanley Spornak, who wanted me to lick his armpits or something. It's really bizarre because I am not attracted to older men, nor am I attracted to armpits. Now, I had this dream years ago. I don't know if I ever looked up uh, this information in a dream dictionary, but I'm Googling it right now. Um, And the best I could do is what it means when someone licks your armpit. See, but I was doing the licking. According to this page, though, what it means when someone licks your armpit in a dream suggests that you may be feeling some guilt about something you've done or something you've been thinking about. And then in the very next sentence, it could also signify your accomplishments and a smooth transition to the next level of your abilities. It's like that. Those are two completely different things. 
They could represent an enemy who will cause bloodshed and mutilation. Like what? How could something have so many different meanings? At that point, your dream's not really telling you anything definitively. It's, it's useless. Just serves to gross you the fuck out when you wake up and you remember the debauchery that went on in your subconscious, licking an old man's sweaty, stinky armpits. I think the most likely interpretation of that dream is, uh, I got some unresolved daddy issues, or I just want to bang an old man. I didn't even need a dictionary for that. Anyway, thank you very much to uh, Sophia Petrillo's swollen gash for bringing up those unpleasant memories. It's really funny because the question he posed in email, I'm assuming it's a he, <laughs> Sophia's swollen gash. Um, the question they posed to me is very innocuous. He literally wants to know what my <laughs> what my favorite food is. It sure as hell ain't sweaty armpits. And you know what smells like sweaty armpits? Taco Bell beef. That really does have some strong B.O. notes to it. That's neither here nor there. But sometimes when I smell Taco Bell beef, I'm like, ugh. Like, you know, I get skeeved out. Well, to answer your question, I know it's on everyone's mind. My favorite food is lasagna. I'm just like that fat, lovable oaf Garfield. Ta-da! Hey, and I too also hate Mondays. Garfield truly is my spirit animal. I think, uh, you know, if I really wanted to examine why I love lasagna so much, it's because it's something we did not have very often in my family. You know, I'm Italian and my mom liked to like make her lasagna and it was like a two day affair to make it. And it cost a lot of money. She'd always say like all these ingredients, it was $60 to make this lasagna. Like, I don't know what the hell she's putting in the lasagna. I mean, it was it's basically just noodles, pasta and I, I don't know, meatballs. I think that's what she used for the meat. She'd first fry up meatballs. I don't know. The point is pretty much like all Italian pastas are the same. It's like Taco Bell. Again, much as I want to rag on Taco Bell, Italian food is similar. It's really the, the same four or five ingredients used in different ways. Although Italians try to trick you, you know, with all the like 10,000 different types of pasta noodles. When in reality, it's the same fucking shit, just in a different shape. Spirals, flat noodles, thin noodles. Little choo-choo wheels, elbows, all honestly taste the same. Sometimes the shape will dictate how much sauce gets on or in the noodle. That's kind of cool, but it's not exactly an art form. Anyway, I was thinking about ethnic food actually recently. It's sad to think, but, you know, the types of food out there are finite. You know what I mean? Like when you ask someone, like, what are you in the mood for? Oh, Mexican, Italian, Indian, and then there are some like lessers. Scandinavian, German, that crap. But, uh, you know, there's no new exciting ethnic food types coming out anymore. You know, there's a lot of reasons to not want to be living, you know, way back in the 1600s or whatever. But one of the cool things about that time period is, uh, you know, discovering or more likely than not conquering a country and getting to sample brand new cuisines, stuff that is like New, brand new to the world at large, right? Just sucks we can't discover a new country. Like, everything's been found. I hate living in this time period, you know? It's not like we're going to stumble onto a new continent that we just forgot to chart or something. Like, 900 miles off the coast of Antarctica, a new land was discovered. You know, it's something we passed by a billion times before on ships and stuff, but... Uh, there was always a big-ass glacier in the way. Finally, global warming helps us out. 
shrink that motherfucker right down, and that's when we discovered the land of your fallopia. Oh, the your fallopians were so nice, so warm, so inviting. It made it incredibly easy to rape and pillage. What we discovered there were new spices, new, new ways to cook. Animals that, when cooked, became sweet like a pastry instead of savory. It opened up the possibility to meat-based desserts, a staple of fine fallopian cooking or whatever the fuck I need in that stupid country. All right, listen, but you know, you know what I'm saying, right? We're just never going to get like new, like a whole new set of ethnic delicacies. The real reason I'm thinking about this is because I'm just so bored, right? Of, of all the different types of foods. We need some new stuff. You know, Lord Douche asked me like, what are you in the mood for? Indian, Ethiopian, Korean, Floridian. By the way, I don't know if you've ever eaten Floridian, but don't. It's uh, an acquired taste. Floridian cuisine is mostly cooked over a glass pipe flame, if you know what I mean. Anyway, as you know, I'm an ideas man, a problem solver, if you will. So I've been thinking long and hard about <laughs> I, I thought about this for two minutes in the shower yesterday. That just goes to show you what a brilliant mind I am. I can formulate all this stuff while I'm washing my sweaty, dirty armpits. My dream! That's what it meant. I was going to stumble upon a magnificent scientific discovery! I'm pretty sure that was like the fourth definition of armpit licking in my dream interpretation dictionary. All right. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, I, I've been thinking long and hard about how we can get some uh, you know, brand new genres of, of food going. And I think I figured it out. Okay, let's break it down. If we want new ethnic food, we're going to need some new what? Come on, guys. This is an easy one. If we want new ethnic food, we're going to need some new... Oh, for Christ's sake. Ethnicities. We're going to need some new ethnicities. Enter science. No one has ever given me a good reason why we would want to alter someone's DNA. You know, people have given me stupid reasons like eh, to cure, prevent disease or to prolong life, yada, yada, yada. Well, I've stumbled upon the killer app for CRISPR genome editing, making new colors of people who will then make new types of food for my fat belly so I won't be so bored of everything I eat. Now, what's great is even if you're not this passionate uh, about food as I am, there are so many other added benefits you guys will enjoy. For instance, cheap labor. The new ethnic group will be at the bottom rung of the socioeconomic ladder. Likewise, every other ethnic group now will move up the scale of liked slash tolerated groups. I don't know who's at the bottom right now. Middle Eastern people, Indians, Hispanics. But you're no longer there once, you know, we genetically create Kipple Picks or Rignians, just spitballing ideas for names. Uh, you know, it'll also give white supremacists a new group to hate. That's always fun to have a new target. In addition to new types of food, we'll also get new ethnic slurs. You're nothing but a dirty gipper. Or in the case of Rignians, you're you're a dirty rigger. Okay, maybe maybe not that for, for Rignians. It's a little too close to uh, one of the classics we already use. But you get my point. You know, there's just a lot of fun additional bonuses. 
Also, honestly, this is why I'm so excited about the possibilities of aliens from space coming down to Earth. You know, most people are worried about uh, aliens attacking the planet. Whenever you see a sci-fi show, it's, it's always like our military wants to capture the alien technology or, you know, they're going to engage in war. I just want the aliens to bring a covered dish from their home planet, you know? It's not so much War of the Worlds I'm interested in as it is uh, an intergalactic potluck. That would be pretty cool. Ooh, trans-dicarboline crystal stew from Trek Dome 4. You don't eat that every day. You know, it's a nice treat. All right, well, there you go. I'm sorry. I'm just hungry as I'm recording this show, apparently. Can't stop thinking about food. Food, apparently, from different star systems. Um conversation took a strange turn there. All right, listen, I do have some uh, audio I want to share with you before we get into the news today. First up, a karaoke fail, which is not that unusual to hear on DV. We got a couple of guys here that were attempting to sing the song Goodbye Graceful by Falling in Reverse. Gotta be honest with you, never heard that song before in my goddamn life, but okay. Just for reference, I, I looked up the original song, right? And this is what it this is what it sounds like. Can't believe that I survived. Okay. I feel so hard, but I believe. It's one of those type of songs. It's you know screaming very loudly into the microphone. Now, even though uh, the karaoke man had this song in his system, I don't think he was familiar with it either. When a couple of guys uh, got up to sing this song, all hell broke loose. Karaoke Man did not like their performance, and he immediately shut down karaoke. Karaoke is canceled. Y'all lost your karaoke privileges. Listen to the jukebox for all I fucking care. All right. He got three seconds into the song, and Karaoke Man pulls the plug, right? Nobody's gonna holler at my microphone. I'm sorry. You're going, no, 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 no. The pros must beat this Laugh. It's funny. Laugh. Laugh. It's funny. I think they're laughing because that's how the song is supposed to be sung. And I understand this old man is probably not familiar with it, but still, it's in your system. You're allowing this song to be played, it's in your catalog. Maybe you should just uh, take that out of rotation so people don't pick to play it. Because how else are you going to sing this fucking song? Do it as a doo-wop. There really should be like a, a total opposite of screamo or whatever the hell this is. Where you sing as a whisper. Whisper core music. I can't believe that I survived. I feel so hard. But I am alive. That reminds me of one of my biggest pet peeves right now. Uh, slowed down songs in movie trailers. I recently found a new one that I think is my favorite. It's from 2015's San Andreas. And in the trailer, they use that old uh, Mamas and Papas song, California Dreamin'. Except they slow it way the fuck down and they get some creepy chick to sing it. <laughs> of course you gotta put all those like cinematic sound effects in <laughs> they just load this motherfucker right up huh? good god shut up for a while, it seemed like every movie trailer was using a slowed down version of What a Wonderful World. 
especially in like disaster movies or horror films. And they were trying to top one another. Like, how slow can we make this song go? I see skies of blue. Clouds of white. I won't make you listen to the whole thing. Here's the big finish, though. What a wonderful world. I smell a blockbuster. Can't believe that's the new trailer to the Paw Patrol movie. That movie's looking dark and gritty. All right, let's get back to the clip at hand here, which has nothing to do with movie trailers. I don't know. Once again, I get off topic. It is kind of funny the way he's screaming. Well, except there is a reason because that's how the song is sung. You know, it's not like they got up there and they requested you play a nursery rhyme and they start singing, Mary had a little lamb, little lamb, little lamb. Which also would be funny, but I doubt he'd find the humor in that either. But you damaged my equipment. Dude, when did you say there were rules? What do you mean? Common sense. Yeah, karaoke is all about rules. Rule number one. You only get one song up here until everyone else gets a chance to sing. Rule number two, no do-overs. Once the track starts playing, that's it. You're off and running. This ain't amateur night. Rule number three, don't bring your drinks up here. I think you know how I feel about my precious expensive equipment. Rule number four, no stairway to heaven, no Nickelback songs except photograph, and no Tommy Jones What's New Pussycat. I mean, the guy has a lot of rules. You don't scream and you're a microphone. There's a whole fucking wall. I can see people that scream at their microphone all the time. It's time for me to go. I'm sorry, fuck, dude. Yeah, fuck this hard. Yeah. You don't hurt shit. I'm sorry. It's funny. Everybody laugh. It's funny. It's funny. Everybody laugh. Everybody laugh. It's funny. I feel like the karaoke guy shouldn't get paid. He wants to wrap shit up early. All right, that's coming out of your paycheck. Chief. I'll show you how much money I made my tip jar. $13. All right, now he's upset about the tip situation. This is quickly snowballing. Now he's got to buy new speakers. He's not going to be able to do that with $13. I made my tip jar. $13. like five hours is a bit too long for karaoke keep it nice and tight people are gonna get bored and it's gonna be the same people coming up over and over and think about what happens over the course of five hours you know at a bar people are just drinking they're getting more drunk they're gonna get louder each time they sing the song it's 
kind of making it funny the longer this goes on, you know? All right, you get the idea. He doesn't know what generation y'all are from. But in my day, we didn't scream in the microphones. You know, I've got a clip here of another very upset person screaming. This time, I think it's justified. This girl, I I believe she's at like a a hotel swimming pool. And uh, she notices a man who is sitting down at one of the tables naked and jerking off, looking at her. Instead of running away, she decides to confront. yourself jerking off. Who are you? What the fuck is fucking wrong with you? What's your name? You know, it's funny as he's saying, I'm not, I wasn't jerking off. He's literally pulling up his swim shorts. He never admits to masturbating to her, even though he's fully aware that she has videotaped him doing this. You're yourself jerking off. Who are you? What the fuck is fucking wrong with you? What's your name? What's your name? I'm not. What's your name? What's your name? I just saw you jerking your dick off. Yes, you are. I understand she's frazzled, but it's, you know, stupid to ask him for his name. You really think he's going to be like, yeah, my name is Thomas Buglicek. Do you want me to spell that for you? I'll give you my address, too. Yes, you were. I was just sitting I saw you. I saw you. Shut up. He should be way more forceful. What the fuck you talking about? You're approaching me telling me I was jerking off in front of you? First of all, it's the middle of the night. You can't see shit. You were way at the other end of the pool. I didn't even know it was a fucking female swimming. You're just like a little blob back there. Also, since you apparently know everything, then you know that the drawstrings of my shorts got caught on the chair. That's why they were being tugged down when I tried to stand up. I wasn't masturbating to you. I was trying to get free from my chair. Don't flatter yourself, you warthog-looking cunt. So what were you doing? I was swimming, and you were watching me, you fucking pervert. No, I am not watching you. By the way, don't get me wrong. I totally believe this guy was masturbating. Here's the thing, though. If you're going to be a public masturbator, you got to be able to lie. You got to have some stories in your back pocket you're willing to whip out quickly. This guy's got nothing. He just sounds guilty. Shut up! Call me a masturbator. You shut your mouth! You don't know what you're, what you're talking about. I saw you jerking your dick off. I, I was know. not. Yes, you were. Don't not. come close to me, motherfucker. I saw you. I was not. I saw you. No, I was not. Yes, you fucking were. You literally didn't have did any. Not. Yes, you were. Yes, you were. Oh, come on. He wasn't bothering anyone. It's flattering. It's a nice thing. Take it as a compliment. She's making much too big a deal over this. You know how ecstatic I would be if someone was masturbating to the sight of me? I'd probably send them over a drink or something. Maybe some cash. Thanks. You made my night. You're fucking weird. Jerking off in fucking public? Yes, you were. You were jerking off while I was swimming in the pool. Oh, that voice. Yes, you were. (laughs) The victims always end up being the villains here on TV. Sorry. If you want to see more people getting caught masturbating and having sex, check out EFUCK's newest video. Uh, I do have one more porn clip I want to share with you today. For some reason, I don't know, I've got a very soft spot for Satan worshiping sex. I don't know, it's just weird to me. It's very unusual. It's always a treat when a video like this comes across one of my feeds. I've got uh, a couple of gentlemen going at it, worshiping Satan and doing some really gross stuff. Of course, he's dicking around with the camera, but uh, he says he wants uh, this guy to piss in his hole. Fuck yeah, I have one dollar. Oh, yeah. I want you pissing me, and you shitting me, and you spitting me, 
What's your All right, so the guy who's talking obviously is the bottom. The guy who's doing the fucking is currently pissing in his hole. So, you know, my man's getting what he wanted. There we go. I was waiting for some Satan talk. One step at a time. Let's get done pissing first before we move on to blood. Yeah. I feel like you my balls too, that's hot. God damn God. God damn the Holy Spirit. This is what happens when you listen to Taylor Swift. She's not a Christian. She's dark sided. I saw her do witchcraft in her concert. Fill it up with that toxic piss. Yeah, baby. Push it up in me. Give me those babies. Mm-hmm. Infect me. So in addition to the urine play and uh, satanic sex, I forgot to mention that uh, supposedly the top here is infected with HIV. So there's some pause breeding happening. Mm, I gotta get my hole nice and bloody. Oh, fuck, I love that nasty shit. Bro. Hell yeah, and I keep it in me. I keep it in me in about an hour or two, I, I, I let, let it drip out and then I feel it dripping down my balls. <laughs> yes. I love man's piss. I'm gonna fuck you. Fuck the shit. I should take you outside. Yes, we'll go outside, definitely. Fuck yeah. God damn it. I'll fuck anywhere. Fuck I'll fucking a church would be cool. Hell to the fuck. On the altar. <laughs> I feel like he's straining to work in some Satan stuff. Dude, you don't have to force it. Just let it happen naturally. I feel you piss all up in me. That's you so that fucking dude? hot. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. That's because I'm a nasty fucking whore. Fuck yeah. Whore for Satan. And before you fuck me, we'll do that toothbrush. <laughs> that gets you going, buddy. <laughs> this is like a 30-minute video. I only got through like the first five, but my favorite moment is coming up here. Sticking my dick in this nasty fucking hole. Yeah, and that hole is nasty, man. <laughs> it's had so many dicks in it. I just love the way he says that. Oh, oh yeah, my hole is really nasty. I'm so glad you noticed. Yeah, and that hole is nasty, man. <laughs> it's had so many dicks in it. That's a hungry satanic bottom right there. Oh, I feel your piss all around your dick. That's hot. Oh, yeah. That's your hot, steamy piss. Save that toxic blood. <laughs> Save it for when I get all bloody. Well, it sounds like a successful first date. I think these two have a future. Like I said, this video is like 30 minutes long. I only got through the first section, so I'll preview the rest. I may play some more clips on an upcoming episode of DV. What a teaser. Something to look forward to. I feel like this is probably the only podcast where you hear satanic gay sex on a regular basis. It's just another feather in my cap, I guess. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. And I fucked up news right now. The celebrated poet Sir Reginald Glaucoma Endometriosis once mused, For life to be rich and time worth living, one must fork over a few dollars to an idiot in front of a microphone. The sideshow is DV's premium tier, a loyalty executive platinum level, where pampered members are treated to the finest first-class audio experience. Multiple new sumptuous 
exclusive episodes of Distorted View are posted for the most discerning listener. Typically on Tuesdays and Thursdays, the ritziest of all days, these full-length, rich, decadent podcasts can only be heard if you sign up. Like every aspect of membership, the sign-up process is elegant, designed with your lifestyle in mind. Whether you listen to Distorted View Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or another podcasting app, chances are there's a 14-carat princess cut sideshow membership for you. Membership start at only $6.99, so you don't have to be some sort of stuffy aristocrat to start listening to a podcast like one. If you use Spotify, go to Spotify. There's a link to sign up for Sideshow Access. Same deal with Apple Podcasts. Just click on the link. It's super easy. You know, come on. Start acting like a smart person here. Or, of course, you can sign up at superfreaksideshow.com. For more information, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. All right? Okay? Sideshow is how I make my living. So, uh, please consider signing up. Tomorrow's episode will be Sideshow exclusive. Uh, One final way to help support the show out, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, an elementary school janitor was accused of spreading his saliva. Of course, it doesn't stop there. This is DV, and it's our lead story. Saliva is where it starts. All right. Uh, yeah, so he spread his saliva. Ting. Also, urine. Ting. I don't know how you spread <laughs> spread urine. Uh, it's, it's, it's a thick urine. There's something very wrong with him. I think that means you're diabetic, right? There's too much sugar in your urine. It's almost like a, a jam or a marmalade consistency. All right. So saliva. Yes. Urine. Uh-huh. And feces. Ta-da. On food due to be served to kids. Horrifying his New Jersey community. Giovanni Impolizzeri or something. 25 was arrested on October 31st and hit with a slew of charges, including aggravated assault, child endangerment, and tampering with food. Although I think once you introduce feces, it should no longer be considered food. I mean, it's it's inedible, right? All right. He worked at the Elizabeth F. Moore School in Upper Deerfield Township, which teaches kids in grades three through five. The alarm was raised on October 30th when school authorities received anonymous tips about the man for a probable cause affidavit published by the Cumberland County Prosecutor's Office. The document cited telegram videos, which it said showed uh, the man using pieces of bread to wipe his penis, his testicles and anus before putting them back to be served to kids. He also spit on the bread because it wasn't moist enough. He also wiped various utensils and items from the school on himself. It said other clips showed him masturbating and urinating on pillows and kitchen bowls. I like this guy's content. Sounds like uh, someone I should be subscribed to, you know? Uh, It said another video showed him spraying bleach into a container of cucumbers later served to children. It alleged that he had the intention of harming the students. Well, no fucking shit! Sounds like he got mad that kids didn't get sick on the bleach cucumber. So he's like, "Ah, I've got to up the ante. 
We'll make these kids some piss and feces sandwiches. Impelazari was arrested the following day. As of Sunday, he was being held at the Cumberland County Jail. Uh, the prosecutor's office said that investigators found items at the school seeming to match those in the video. Skid-marked pieces of bread, maybe? Pissed-soaked loaves? It said it was not sure how long ago the acts in the video took place. The accusations roiled the community in Upper Deerfield Township. I want to throw up, said Shatora Sheik, a parent at the school. I was sick to my stomach, literally not knowing if my kids, my daughter, uh, particularly that particularly that goes to that school, had eaten anything or touched anything. Investigators are now collecting his bodily fluid samples to check whether students could have been exposed to any infectious diseases. Parents complain that they were given little information about the details uh, and that the school district's response was slow and inadequate. A petition calling for the immediate resignation of the district superintendent. I mean, come on. This just happened last week. Police are testing this guy's bodily fluids. You know, it takes time. The school probably doesn't have a lot of information either. I mean, come on, come on. Uh, yes, the superintendent, Peter Koza has been asked to resign, according to this petition. 470 signatures uh, have been added as of Sunday morning. The text of the petition said parents found out from a robocall recorded message while their children were notified during class via their cell phones. That had to have been a weird text message to receive. The school is texting us about lunch? You may have eaten a shit sandwich. What? The prosecutor's office said health officials had been to the school to sanitize affected areas and throw out any items from the video. So there you go. Great way to start off the week. Piss, feces, and saliva? Excuse the pun here, but uh, that shit's my bread and butter. Second story we have for you today. Uh, look, we all know blackface is wrong. Well, most of us know blackface is wrong. Is it still wrong to paint your face black? Not brown, not like a shade, not like a skin tone color, but full on black. If you're not portraying a person, is black paint simply off limit to faces now? Now, the first question I'm guessing some of you might ask is like, why would someone need to paint their face black? Like in, in what way, shape or form would someone paint their face black, not pretending to be a person? Okay, I got you here. Got an example. The example comes in the form of our second news story of the day. This one comes from California. It, uh, no, stop it. Look, I barely tolerate it when the unsavory sing their California song. I am not about to put up with Phantom Planet today. We have gone over this time and time again. You are not welcome here. Go perform at a county fair or something. Uh, a Halloween costume has landed an Antioch teacher on administrative leave. A school board member confirmed to NBC Bay Area that a teacher at Sutter Elementary School painted her face dark to represent nighttime. She was the, the night sky. Nice attempt at a save. Anyway, this move upset some parents. Now, she wasn't just going as nighttime. That's a dumb costume, right? No, the teacher had the Scooby-Doo mystery machine attached to her body. See, now, I feel like that's enough for a costume. You, you, you know, you're going as the mystery machine. The way she was thinking, though, is, uh, you know, she's got this mystery machine that's around her, her body, but her head is still showing. And, you know, she the mystery machine is not a convertible. It, it would make no sense that her head is sticking out of the, the top of the mystery machine. 
You know, this dumb bitch is a sucker for accuracy, I guess. I don't know. So she's like, I know, I'll just make my face disappear. I'll paint it black. And then uh, on top of her head, her black head, she's got a moon. She's wearing a moon. So it looks like the mystery machine is driving around in the middle of the night. The costume was offensive to some, and at least one school board member agreed there's cause for concern. I, as a white person, I feel like I'm qualified to discuss this. I'm allowed to have an opinion. Look, it's always white people getting in trouble for this, right? Who does it affect more than white people? I feel like enough is enough. Look, we're all, I think, on board. The majority of us will concede. Mayo monsters should not be painting their face brown. I even think there should be limits on tanning. Because some of these white broads, they don't know when to stop. And it's all it's offensive to look at them, honestly. It pretty much looks like they're in blackface. But okay, that's uh, that's an argument for another day. I feel like there should be a line, though. A line in the sand where it's like, look, if you're going to dress up as something that's like an abstract or something that's not a person and not a skin tone color, it should be allowed. Like in this case, come on. She was just trying to be... Be night, the night sky. Is it stupid? Yeah, she probably looked fucking ridiculous. The dumb idea, but it's not offensive. I mean, no one's gonna confuse her for you know thinking that she's in blackface. Quote: We know there's a long cultural historical background of people putting dark makeup on, and there's lots of context here that we know is harmful to particular students of color and very particular to the black community. Antioch School Board member uh, Antonio Hernandez said, regardless of what the intention was. We know what kind of feelings. Oh, it's, all, it's always about people's feelings. The intention doesn't matter anymore. Anyway, uh, we know what kind of feeling that image can provoke in parents, students, and in the community. But she's not in blackface. She's not trying to be a black person, pretending to be a black person, making fun of black people. Hernandez says it's crucial for the district to have an inclusive and welcoming environment. By the way, take a look at the chapter artwork and you can see what this woman looked like. I think this is the back of her head and it doesn't even look like it's painted. It looks like she's wearing a garbage bag over her head. Why do garbage bags have to be black? Racism at play again. All right. uh, Final story we have for you. Final story we have for you today. Oh, this is a short one from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Florida. Our most fucked up state. Remember last week we read that story about a woman driving around Florida in a car that looked a lot like a police vehicle. She even bought a light strip so it would have the flashing lights. And she wrote like sheriff's office on the side of the the car. She got in big trouble for that. Well, now we have the Florida man version of this story. A Florida driver was issued a citation when sheriff deputies determined that his truck labeled booty patrol too closely resembled a border patrol vehicle. Well, now, come on. That's a bit of a stretch. Guy's just having fun with his truck. The DeSoto County Sheriff's Office said that the white Chevy Silverado which bears a green stripe on the side and the words booty patrol on the back had been spotted in several counties. The driver was cited under a law banning vehicles from having red and blue lights that too closely resemble the lights on law enforcement vehicles. Okay, so that's an added detail. So, you know, the the truck had the lights, right? Had the green decals similar to a border patrol truck. Uh, the truck's doors also featured a decal that said National Booty Behavior Protection. The sheriff's office posted about the truck on Monday to raise awareness about the vehicle. 
Your cooperation is crucial in helping us address this issue and ensuring the safety of our community. In a Tuesday update, police clarified that the driver had been pulled over on Sunday and that the initial post was to ensure that the public can avoid being duped by such individuals. Supporters of the booty patrol truck have been quick to uh, defend the vehicle online. What a great way of using county funds, wrote one user. Another commenter wrote, do y'all ever actually do police work? You're really out here protecting and serving. The owner of the vehicle is 18-year-old Gabriel Luviano. He's posted frequently about the vehicle online. In an interview with USA Today, Luviano said his truck had been decorated with booty protection information for over a year now. It's just funny. It's just a fun thing, you know. It was never meant uh, to be anything bad. Luviano also said that he never tried to pull anyone over, an allegation made by police. Nicole Salato, a public information coordinator for the sheriff's office, said uh, the investigation into the truck has been turned over to the state's attorney's office, but declined to say what exactly was being investigated. A representative of the state's attorney's office for the 12th Judicial District in Florida declined to comment, citing that it was still an open case. Seriously, in Florida, this is what you're wasting your time with. You've got entire communities in Florida that cater just to sex offenders. Little, little towns just for molesters. Really focus all of your attention on the booty patrol truck, though. You got a big meth problem there, a big crocodile problem. <laughs> we, You know what we really did? We stopped talking about crocodile. Remember that drug? I think it was an export from Russia. I think they're dealing with that whole war in Ukraine, so crocodile's not coming over here anymore. That was like a drug that would literally make your flesh fall off. Awesome. Awesome drug. Second only to Jenkum, which is also something we don't hear much about anymore. All right. There you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right. Love to hear from you, freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Uh, again, if you pledge $5, you get access to that special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. And yes, we've got some patrons to check in with. Hey, Boo. Bag of Storm here, a long-time caller for some listener. Hey, Bag. Uh, got two quick questions for you. And get- Do you like to go by Bag or Come? Or Mr. Come? Also, is Bag short for something? Bagness? Bagnatha? Hell off your voicemail line. Uh, first off, how's Patty doing? I don't think you've heard from a, uh, an update from Patricia Henson lately. Oh, I stuck her in a home long ago. Honestly, I forgot about her. I really should check in with her. It's been, what, a couple years? She's been rotting away in that nursing home? No, (laughs) my mom is doing fine. She is still uh, at her residence. I didn't stick her anywhere. As a matter of fact, this year I'm going up uh, for Thanksgiving, which is not something I do every year. Just because, you know, then a month later I got to go back up for Christmas. And it's, you know, it's it's like a five-hour drive. I really am a horrible son. Not willing to make that drive. Well, you know, throughout my 20s and 30s, I was going up to Ashtabula a lot. I remember, like, going up to Ashtabula to drive my dad to his medical appointments. Meanwhile, you know, my brother and sister still live in the area. You know, but, they, you know, they have lot, they have real jobs. So I volunteered to uh, to take my dad. See, I am a good person. I do love my mommy and daddy. All right. Uh, so, yeah, um, yeah, uh, Patty's doing good. You wouldn't know it from talking to her. You have to sort of like 
understand how old people speak and maybe it's just my mom but i think it's i think it is all old people because you know i'll I'll call my mom and uh, she'll act as if she's dying and get me all concerned i'll be like uh, hey mom how are you oh god I, I i don't know anymore it's just my i'm just not right and i'll be like what the what what's wrong she's like well my leg is sore and i'll be like well your leg is always sore so like, i know the other day she called me in a panic and I didn't get to the phone. She left a, a voicemail. I wish I still had it because, you know, again, you'd think something horrible was going on. Oh, Tim. <laughs> Tim, call me when you get this. I don't know. I don't know what's happening, but the, 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 the phone's making noises. It was because it wasn't even the phone. It was her answering machine. She's an old, so she, you know, she has an answering machine from the 90s, and it was like beeping at her or something, and that, and she, what she, need, she wanted my help, as if I could do something from over here. All I could tell her to do is unplug it, really. But by the time I, uh, I called her back, it had stopped making noise. So uh, that's how Patty's doing. Trisha Henson lately. Want to sure, make sure she's doing okay. And uh, the other one is... Oh, uh, I will try to get some audio maybe of mom when I'm uh, up there. And I hope this isn't opening up uh, fresh wounds, but uh, what's the dog situation? Because I remember the French Bulldogs, Willie and Walter, and one of them fucked the other in the ass. Yes, Uh, pulled out some peanut butter, and then the dog yelled. And there was Asuka, the big insane dog that you loved. uh, It was my favorite. Uh, Then there was little Rukia, who unfortunately uh, recently passed. And then I remember around, like, a few years ago, uh, there was some little dog who was sweet but also had, like, a fucked up uh, tooth. And uh, the vet was, like, holding her hostage when she yeah. had, like, an ear infection or something. Yeah, it's because we, uh, we went... To, what happened? Okay, well, first of all, that's not the small dog. That's the big dog. And uh, her name... What the hell's her name? Setsuna. <laughs> we still have her. Uh, so she's doing good. She's one of the two dogs that we still have. Uh, we got her two, you know, teeth all figured out. She just had to have one pulled. But uh, the thing with the uh, the the vet holding the dog hostage, yeah, I think that was because of an ear infection or something. And we went to the doctor, paid, you know, and we're you know we paid for the visit. And I can't remember why we had to go back to the vet. But even before then, when we called, we were like, so we're not going to be charged for this visit, right? Because we're just going there because you, I don't know, they fucked up something the, during the first visit. I can't remember. It's been so long. But when we when we got there, they wanted money. And we were like, no. And they had the dog and they wouldn't give it back to us. And we called the cops and it was, yeah. Uh, what's the dog situation like, Boo? Yeah, so uh, that sets in us. She's doing good. And then we've got the other one, Ayaka, who uh, is also doing well. Oh, you know, I'll make I'll make them today's featured image or something over there, so you can see them if you care about uh, my dogs. I don't I don't see why you wouldn't. Hey, man, this is everyone great. should be very invested in um, you know my pet situation. Hey, man, this is Rice Fighter. Um, just listening to your Friday show, and then I believe someone was having issues with your email. I told you you had issues with your email. Because you're using that fucking shitty port of your Gina and it no longer works because your your NPR record doesn't work anymore or some shit like that. Okay, I don't know what you guys are talking about because I have tested this out and where I email myself and and I get the email. I'm doing it again as 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 I play this voicemail and we'll see if the email comes through. Also, um, I have a moment uh, where I'm a freak 
so my uh, wife's best friend's brother tried to commit suicide by hanging himself. Ooh. But uh, he tried. What? That's such a strange way to want to to kill yourself, right? The rope to like like an anchor on a drywall. Ooh. And he uh, hung himself, and, and then the kids saw him, and oh. then the fucking drywall collapsed. It would be funny if the kids started beating him with a stick like a pinata to get him down. Lived. So basically, the drywall couldn't hold his fucking weight on right. the rope, and he literally, you know, and he fucking fell right in front of the kids with a rope around his fucking neck. He's at the hospital and alive. So I told my wife, Oh, did that happen recently? Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought this was like a long time ago, and I thought the end of the story would be like, oh, he's doing much better now. He's glad he didn't commit suicide. Fucking Guy's probably cursing himself. He's at the hospital. He's like, I fucked this up. He's at the hospital and alive. So I told my wife, he's a fucking loser from the... I know him. He's a fucking loser from day one. He can't get anything right. He's not even his own fucking suicide. If he wanted to kill himself... He can just borrow my, uh, he can take, a, take an iron to his mouth and pull the fucking trigger. Yeah, and, I don't uh, know if I'd like to do that either. I'm in the doghouse with my wife right now because I said that, but uh, I mean, what you're I not a, You're not exactly warm and sensitive. You know, I am not, thankfully, a suicidal person, at least not right now. But, uh, you know, I think we've all kind of thought like, oh, if we had to kill ourselves, how would we do it? The worst way to go, of course, is setting yourself on fire or drowning. Then after that, I would think hanging yourself or maybe like jumping off of a building, too. That would be bad. There's not a lot of good ways to die. Just something nice and peaceful. I would do that thing where like um, you sit in a car and uh, breathe in the exhaust fumes because I guess you just go, you kind of just like drift off to sleep, right? Penis, 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 penis. Nice follow-up to the suicide talk there. All right, let's just end it right there. That is all the time we have on the By the way, I got my emails. Tim at distortedview.com and show at distortedview.com. They're working fine. I sent them from my Gmail account to my uh, Distorted View account. It's all is working. All right. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Why don't you guys email me? Show at DistortedView.com. DistortedView.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. Yeah, that hole is nasty, man. <laughs> it's had so many dicks in it. Read the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like we're you can rate and review podcasts. I will see you back tomorrow if and only if you're Sideshow members. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Wow. He's... Ah! Oh, no. Okay, I bit my tongue. Oh, this is going to be bad. Oh, that was a bad one. Ow! This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.